Hey, this is Nathan. And this is Thomas. Today on Not the Pastor, we get to have a conversation with Brother Ed Pearson. Now, Brother Pearson was on staff at Heartland Baptist Bible College, and for 13 years, Brother Pearson and his wife traveled with the singing groups that went out on tour over the summers. That gives him a unique perspective on what it's like to be a part of many different services and many different churches over the course of many different years. So we're going to ask Brother Pearson what it takes to be a good host when you have groups, maybe like the singing groups that he was a part of, or people like missionaries who have been on the road for many, maybe weeks and months, and maybe in some cases have been on the road on and off perhaps for years they've been traveling, or those singing groups that spend a summer out, or those other people that you would have opportunity to have into your church. What does it take to be a good host? That's what we're going to talk to him about today. Now, the truth is, is Brother Pearson's also going to sneak into this conversation some good hints and some ideas about how to be great guests as you're out traveling around and visiting different churches. And so I think that's going to be important and be a help to you as well. But we're going to talk to him mostly today about how to be great hosts at your church. Let's jump right in. Brother Pearson, thank you so much for being with us today and excited about the conversation that we're going to have today. We're going to talk with you about something that you, you spent about 13 years doing, and, and that is traveling with, with, a, with a group. You traveled with a group from Heartland Baptist Bible College for 13 years. You were on the road and you saw a lot of different churches. You got to experience a lot of uh, hospitality from different churches. And so that's specifically what we want to ask you about today is your experience there. And, and just really with the mindset of how can we as churches better host groups that would come through, whether it be a traveling group or a, a pastor or a missionary, someone on deputation, how, how can we be better hosts to those who are passing through? So thank you again for, for being with us today. Let, let, let's just start out. What maybe from your angle as the one traveling, what, what were some of the, the hardest things about being on the road for extended periods of time? Because again, we're talking about half a summer or a whole summer here that you'd be traveling. What, what were some of the hardest things with that? Well, you know, as you deal with ministry, the college, of course, had prepared the young people for the travels, which meant yes. that they were already, they already had the good perspective of attitude, the desire to travel the perspective of making sure they understood and knew what they were doing for the summer, giving up their time, their labor and their love and their commitment. And so that attitude and perspective went into a, what we would consider knowing who we were. And I, I always tried to start the year off with Luke 17, verse number 10, about we are just doing our duty. We are unprofitable servants. It's not about us. We want to glorify God, we want to do our best to exalt the Lord Jesus Christ and then help churches as we move through. And so I would say the biggest key would be no expectations. When you're traveling, you have different sized churches as you're moving through different type of activities. And so don't expect certain things. Don't expect the activities to be overwhelming or bombing to you. But at the same time, make sure that you're praying, you're doing your part. And when you get there, there's no expectations. 
God's going to take care of you. We're going to be a blessing. We're going to be an encouragement. Don't compare churches with churches. Just get there and do what you can. They are looking forward to you being there. We want to look forward to being there ourselves. We've been praying for the meeting. We want to be a blessing at the meeting. And so we come up with the attitude, the expectation, no expectations. And so when we get there, we want to make sure that with those no expectations, they want to know there's a place to sleep. Right. <laughs> they, right. Want to, they want to know about lodging. They want to know yes. about their, their eating schedule, things like that. They're, they're young people. They're concerned about, are we going to eat today? And obviously oh, yeah. we're going to take care of them. But they, when, when we do travel on those journeys, it may take a while from get one church to the next. And so we want to make sure that we stay connected to our home churches, to our mm. families. And that's hard on the road sometimes yeah. because you always have Wi-Fi. And so they want to make sure they're connected there as well as their relationship with God, investing in their life to serve the Lord. And then, you know, if you go to camp two or three weeks out of the summer, yes. laundry's a concern. You go to churches, you know, you, you <laughs> want to say the first thing you go in, hey, can we do laundry today? Right. Uh, there may be times for downtime. We'll talk about that later on, perhaps. You know, the places are going to stay, how things are set up with the protocol for the college, not letting anybody stay alone, you know, just having those things set aside. So there were there were some things that were hard from time to time because right. you had churches that had lots of room. Churches may yeah. not have, but overall, we were treated like royalty. That's a blessing. They, they treated the servants of the Lord Jesus Christ with great blessing. They were like in the third John dealing with the, moving us forward on our journey, fellow helpers to the truth. But there's a lot of things. So flexibility, no expectations, yeah. be flexible, keep it fun. Those ideas there of not having access to Wi-Fi sometimes and like trying to keep in contact with people that you love and care for back home. Those are big deals and something that living where I, I mean, I'm not moving around. I can always, you know, build into my day time to make a phone call, those kind of things. That's easy to right. do. And then some of those concerns. Well, what, what does it look like? What the bed that I'm staying in is it sleeping on the floor this week? Those kind of things can be, uh, I mean, those are concerns as, as you're walking through. So that's, and, and again, we're not trying to say that we were treated improperly by any right. means. No, we no. We, but we want to make sure that there's, they're comfortable and staying yes. healthy, exercising, <laughs> yes. doing what we can to make sure yep. we're following. And of course, what's happened is, Mrs. Pearson, I traveled so long, they gave us terms of endearment. They called us Mama P and Papa P. Right, sure. Pearson. And so we became mom and dad for 12 weeks. Right. And so yes. mom, dad, we need this. We need that. You know, right. work that. And that would also mean that you have to do laundry and buy the laundry detergent and take them to a shop to get their personal things. And although if you didn't have a Walmart in a rural area, you had to make arrangements. Yes. Just as somebody who's trying to be the host in those situations, it can be, it can be tough to, to think through like, okay, these people have been on the road it, for you guys, right. Up to 12 or 13 weeks for right. a, a guy on deputation. Maybe, a, maybe he's been on the road on and off for a couple of years, maybe. Sure. And that can be the, the weariness that comes from those kind of hectic schedules. I don't, I don't get to see that same kind of thing from where I'm sitting most of the time. I mean, I'm, I get to come in. I get to, I, I love the singing group. I love the, get to hear the missionary speak, right? Enjoy spending time with his kids or whatever. And, you know, we have a good time with that. But then the idea that, hey, you might have laundry to do. <laughs> that's, right, right. that's something that uh, I wouldn't typically think about. Yeah, right. Yeah, what, I, we, what we would do at the college is we would have 10 days worth of clothing. And wow. so within 10 days, because if you have a week of camp, you have nowhere to go. Right. And right. so somewhere between that Sunday and the Sunday, you had nothing to do. And so you had the Monday to travel to get to the next place. And yep. that's when you had to do laundry. Yes. Um, and, we went, and so we'd have to work around those schedules and things. And churches were very kind to us. There were a lot of prophets, chambers that had laundry places. There were a lot of laundry mats we could go to and witness and get Wi-Fi at the same time. Yes. And a lot of things like that as well. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So it sounds like some of those things that maybe were the hardest or some of the things that are 
typically pretty normal. Like, I mean, laundry is an everyday thing that happens at my house, right? That's something that we do all the time. And so it uh, sounds like some of those things that are just normal everyday things that you can't do yeah. while you're driving. Yeah. It's, that's a good perspective and helpful. Yeah. When you have to, when you have to go make a personal run with 12 people to go to the Walmart or wherever you might shop, right. you, know, you have to yes. take care of those things and being able to <laughs> you know, do what you can. Yeah. The practical yeah. parts sometimes are so just taken for granted. Yes. Yeah, sure. Well, and I'm even thinking then about the deputation side, right? If somebody's driving around with a big RV or a fifth wheel, something like that, and they have to run to Walmart, like, mm -hmm. so that means unhooking the, the truck from the, the fifth wheel or, or driving an RV over to the Walmart. I means unconnecting everything that was in your parking lot, all those things. Those translate even to those smaller, smaller groups that might come through your, your missionaries on deputation. But that's absolutely those, those kind of things are a big deal. Yeah. So I'm hearing that laundry is a major concern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. That may, may be something you don't want to talk about. But that's really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Having clean clothes, that sound, sounds like a priority there. So, well, thank, thank you for that. that that's definitely uh, something to keep in, in mind because we're, we're having some, some individuals that'll be passing through. Uh, matter of fact, we've got a, a young man and his wife that'll be with us for about three weeks that are doing kind of a, a semi-internship. And, and so just keeping that in mind, hey, here, here's a here's a laundry schedule. This is, you know, when, when our washer and dryer are empty and available yes. and yeah. just so they don't even have to ask, just anticipating that, that, that that's, that's really, that's really the, the desire is so that we don't make them feel like they're putting us Wonderful. out by having to ask. Yeah. yeah first of all, so good. yeah, that's a good, good thought there, brother Pearson. And then, well, then, then also whenever you are meeting with people, if it's a big group together, yeah. the important, the important numbers for contacts of people in the church, the pastor, okay. the, the contact person, contact whoever info. might be making them aware. And if, and if there is a problem with uh, anything going on that they might need, just asking them, say, do you need to know where the Walmart is? You need to know where the, this place is or this place, or maybe you need to have a car worked on your oil changed, something like that, you know, cause we did, we had miles and we had to make sure we're the right place and be able to take care of that as well. Just a lot of, a lot of flexibility, a lot of things you had to look at. I learned the process over the years. It really did help. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Brother Pearson, did churches ever put together like an information booklet, packet, sheet, something like that, that they could give you when they got there that would have all that information listed so that you didn't have to like write it down right as you got there? Did that ever happen? Oh, yes, absolutely. There were, there were probably at least five to eight churches a year in the summertime that gave you a schedule and gave you okay. the contact information, told you what home you were staying in. They even told me the phone numbers for every place they were staying, all the young people, wow. yeah. and different contact information, where they're going to be eating, when they're going to go here, where the location is. And so there were some that really put a great depth of time and insight into it. But almost everybody gave us contact information sure, to have sure. in it, you know, to it. But yes, there were some that would handed it to us. Yeah. Form. We have a, a, a missions chamber, a prophet chamber there at our church. And over the years, we've had different people come in and stay, those kind of things. And it's always people leave and have just do their best to know, like, okay, how do you, how do you leave the room? Do you want the sheet stripped? Do you want us to make the bed? Do you, you know, we have a funky air conditioner in there that is hard to program sometimes. And so I, I just ended up putting out a, made a little three page sheet that just has a, all of that information, as well as some of yeah, my favorite good. restaurants in town and where the laundry is at the church. Uh, that's great. Info to the kitchen, all of those things that I would, I'm trying, I take for granted, but then like somebody who's showing up, who's never been to our church before has no idea that if you go 
through the bathroom and around the corner, there's, there's a washer and dryer right there in the, in the closet. And right. like people, people have stayed there for three or four days, come to me and say, Hey, we've got to go do laundry. Do you have a laundry mat? And like, well, no, it's right here. I'm sorry. I should have told you. And so yeah. I was an oversight on my part. And, and so with that, then of course, have my, my phone number, my pastor's phone number, those kind of things. And honestly, I found a template online and I just took our information, dumped it all into that template and printed yeah, it out. Good. It works really easy. Yeah, absolutely. I think whenever you talk about that, you know, you can glean and learn from any missionary or preacher that stays there yeah. in the same way here. I think this is beneficial for you folks doing this. I think it's exciting to know that there's going to be the host that takes yeah. care of people. We may just overlook things, not even know. And so it's yes. easier to have that information set aside and looked at. Well, Brother Pearson, I know at our church, uh, at, at Hillview Baptist Church, We'll have maybe a, a traveling group. This is this is probably more specific to traveling groups with like a Bible college. So you've got some young people, they come in, they're with us on a Sunday, and they're not leaving until like a Tuesday. And so we, we've got them with us on this kind of this day off, because that's Monday is, is whenever our church offices are closed. So we've got this free day with them on this Monday, or maybe it's a Friday at some other churches. And and in the past, typically what we've done is we'll we're we're about an hour from the coast, so we'll take them to the coast and you know take them to a lighthouse and let them you know hike, do some hiking at the beach or something like that, and just uh, kind of have a fun but sort of entertaining day. So here here's the question: with that context, is is that a, a blessing to traveling groups, or would it be better to say, okay, hey, here's a free day, so you can do that laundry, so you can go get the oil changed in the vehicle, so you can catch up on these things that you need to that that take time, and and you just typically don't have time to do those things. What I mean, what what's typically more of a blessing, enter, entertaining them or giving them time to take care of all that stuff? That's a great question, brother Nathan. You know, I think when you uh, when you approach the uh, the activity you're with and the time period that you have with the people. I think just talking to the leader, communicating with the leader, the sponsor, finding out how they've been doing, where they've come from. You may not have known they just came from a week of camp. It may be they yes. just came from a church and they were there quick in and out quickly. And so the procedures of talking to the leader would help in the contact person information. But most of the time, what we want to do is we want to be a blessing to the church. And we'd right. love to see many of, the, many of the students have never seen the ocean. Believe it or not. They have not seen the ocean. They haven't seen the Grand Canyon. They haven't seen yeah. certain mountains or whatever. And so when we can be with you, the absolutely greatest thing is to see your country, to see your city, to see where you live, to invest in this. We are so excited. We are so excited as individuals to get the privilege to go to the churches that pray for us, that send students to us, that support us financially, to see where these people live. Maybe some former students or students they have contact with are from that church. Right, we'll see right. them say so and so says hello to you. It's just so exciting to see that, and so absolutely, anything you can do to keep it fun and exciting is great. But I would contact the people because usually what would happen is the leader would communicate, and you can take the young people while I'm changing the oil. It's not that big yeah. of a deal. Yeah, we just yeah. have to work through those different scenarios. We were treated with graciousness and kindness, and there's a lot of activities that were planned for us. But usually, usually if we're there two or three days, they'd give us an afternoon off, whatever they wanted to do, you know. And so I would just communicate with the pastor or the sponsor or the one that's in charge, like the youth pastor, associate pastor, and let them work through it. But, you know, as Nathan was right on there, I think anything we can do to be a blessing to the people, let them see where God's placed you, your ministry, your people, let them see and sense things around. They, they love it. We're making memories. Yes, sure. 
Yeah, Brother Pearson, I, I know the we're talking with you specifically about those those singing groups, those groups from that college. But I've also talked to some some missionaries, and it, it seems like it just kind of depends on the the individual or the person. Where a, a missionary would come in, or 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 a person on deputation, they'd come in and they say, "Man, I, I I want to do something while I'm here, right? God's called me to ministry. God's called me to be involved in ministry, and I've been on the road for six weeks, and I would love to get out and knock some doors, those kind of things." And so they're they're there may be opportunity along the way. Maybe for a singing group, it might be a little bit different. You guys are busy ministering in churches every weekend, and it's like a it's a it's a pretty fast moving situation there. But it's at least possible for some of those situations that some of the things that people are missing from those travel times is the day to day work that would go right. on at a church, the ministry side of things. Yeah. And so probably not a great host to be like, okay, you're here for three days. Let's knock doors for 72 hours. And let's just, you know, that's what we're going to do for the whole time. But on the other hand, it may be, I mean, if, if you as a, as the associate, as a pastor are going out and then you have the opportunity to take, take him with you on a couple of visits or involve that family in ministry as well. That can be a help sometimes. I understand the situations might be different here. We might be talking apples to oranges a little bit, but we're talking about hosting people. And I think that that balance is sometimes take into account where they've been, how they've, how life has gone for them and give them the day off when that's right and appropriate. Yeah. Be show, show them around, have that fun time as well. I mean, ministry, People who are coming by want to be involved in ministry. That's that's why right. they're out there. And so that's exactly and, right. Yeah. And you said that even you said that you'd be happy to help and want to help in the ministry of the church. And so try, trying to find the balance can be hard because you certainly don't want to overdo it. Yeah. But you also don't want them to come in and feel like, well, you guys are just the guests. Just sit here, be quiet, and you know you'll be you'll be moving on in a couple of days. Instead, involving them in that church ministry can be a huge blessing as well. Yeah, Brother Pearson, I remember one one year we had one of your one of the groups travel through with Heartline. I believe it was the Assurance uh, singing group. The weekend that you all were with us, I, I can't remember if you were traveling with the group that year. I, I don't remember who the sponsor was, but uh, it happened to be on a weekend that we were our youth department was doing a sort of outreach car wash. Uh, it wasn't a fundraiser. It was just basically solely outreach. We just wanted to be a blessing in the community. So we were passing out tracks and that, that sort of thing with it at a local tire shop in the area right there on Main Street. And so we just included the ladies in that and they did an amazing job. They were a blessing. They were excited to, to do that. And it was kind of a little different. It wasn't just outdoor knocking. So I think they enjoyed that more, but that was, that was something that we just had going on and we just included them with. It was a, it was a great time. Had a, had a good time doing that. Now, brother Nathan, you, you have given a good, good point there due to the fact that when you have opportunity to have these groups in, I think we ought to do everything we possibly can to connect our young people, connect people mm -hmm. that may be concerning college, yeah. connect the church in a way and maybe plan the activities that you know are coming in and have right. a Friday night, have a Thursday activity, have a special time, have a Frisbee toss, have a barbecue, get that connection and get it going because we're going to eat anyway and we can have fellowship yeah. and we can invest in the life of young people. And I know it's busy for you on both ends as well as, as staff members and associate pastors, but just trying to make sure we're connecting that way. We want to try to help the church. Yes. If we can help the church, we help the church by bringing our young people in to be a blessing and encouragement.
yeah. we'll sing, we'll go places, we'll go to retirement centers, nursing homes, city parks. We've been all kinds of places. We normally go 45, 50 places during the summertime and we have a fun wow. time. We invest ourselves in people and it's exciting to see what God does. Yes, sir. Well, Brother Pearson, I, I know you're very gracious and you're kind. Yes. And, and yes. I want to ask this next question in a, in a kind and gracious way. But obviously, so there, this is probably an oversimplification. There, there are two, two types of churches, those that you'll leave at the end of your time with them. You think, man, I would, I'd love to come back here to this church. It was just a great spirit. They, they were a blessing. I, I enjoyed being here and probably some other churches that it was not quite so positive of an experience. So here's the question. What, what's the difference between those two kinds of churches, the churches that you would say without a doubt, want to come back and visit this church versus uh, I, I'd be okay if, if maybe it was a little while before we were back here. What, what's the difference there between those churches? You know, I, I think we do know and understand that churches have different size numerically. Yes, sir. Uh, Sometimes we, we have a lot of church plants that we go to and we try to minister and help there. Yes. It's not have buildings where they have storefronts. We have a lot of churches that are stable and have been around many years. And we get to meet the pastors, but haven't met the church members uh, that sacrifice and give and encourage and so we go from place to place. Again, if there's no expectations, you're flexible. You understand right. the importance of why you're there. Most of these churches have prayed for us. They prayed for our safety. Yeah. They prayed for us to be there, to be a blessing and encouragement. And they understand and know that prayer is one of the highest things that you can do with your speech is communicate with God on behalf yes. of others. Yes. And so it's like when we get there, they're expecting us and we're expecting to be a blessing to them. They right. want us to be there. We can sense it. We can see it. Their attitude is there and they're all prepared for us and bring up and want us to participate in doing all that we can. Sometimes they'll even connect us, depending on the size of the church, maybe giving testimony in junior churches, uh, giving testimony in Sunday school classes and helping assist people and smiling and encouraging, setting up the table and all of that. It's just exciting to be in these churches where we see the faces of people that have been connected to our ministry. And whether they give to the church, to the uh, church planning conference, or whether they give to the May offering, that doesn't matter. We want to be a blessing. We are praying for laborers. They're praying for laborers, and God's calling laborers, and we are able to be a blessing to that. Just go back to. But there's a lot of church we might say, I'd like to go back to that. Or these, the way you were treated, the way they prayed for you, the way they encouraged you, the way it was a blessing to you. And so you see a lot of that going on as well. And so I don't think it's a comparison thing. I think it's an idea of just saying they want us to be there. We want to be yeah. there. What a great blessing. You know, and I can just say for both of your churches where we've been, we've been many times to both of your churches, you've been very hospitable. Uh, you're desirous of the, you're organized. You've got everything planned for us. It's like, we're just here to enjoy the ride and we're just yeah. serving the Lord, honoring the Lord, Praise helping the Lord. people. And not the people, not that you have to do that, but when you get there and you have a part in it, it's exciting to see what takes place. I could tell you horror stories, but I don't want to talk about that today. I could tell yeah. you about times that situations took place. And it's like, but it's really not about the churches because we love people. We love souls. You know, we might've been at only 150 here. There's 400 there. God's still present. Souls are still being saved. Yeah. God's still blessing. And anywhere we're invited, we're going to go. We want to go back because when we go back, we're able to how they've been blessed financially, how they have new staff members and all the excitement that goes with that. It's, it's yes. always positive, always upbeat, no That's expectations, good. a good attitude, a good spirit. And we arrive alive alert, yeah. <laughs> awake, enthusiastic, and want to be a blessing to the people of God. Sure, sure. And I'm still, yeah. I'm still well, even at, at, at three, three score years of age, I still try to stay happy myself. Yeah, good. Hallelujah. I can so, tell, Brother Pearson. Yeah. sure yeah. appreciate that. It yeah. definitely exudes from you. Yeah. Yes. So uh, kind of what I'm hearing wrapping up with 
you were saying there a little bit is just anything that a church can do to build the anticipation of, of that group or that, that pastor or missionary that's coming through any, anything that they can do to prepare ahead of time to have the church family ready for them. So probably a couple of things that come to my mind are just, you mentioned prayer. So maybe yes. praying for them in a service beforehand so that the the church family it's on their radar. Hey, there's a group coming in. It's not just Amen. walking in on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night and, Oh, who are, who are you all? I didn't even know you were coming. So anything that you can do to, help the church family anticipate your, your visit is, is probably going to be helpful to the overall reception and, and your experience as the, the group traveling once you arrive. I think that is very good. You know, a lot of times the lodging situation is going to be totally different. Sometimes it's a motel, sometimes it's in homes. And yes. so the motivation of the leader, making sure that the homes are prepared for the two girls, the three girls, or whatever, the boys, whatever we're going to keep, and letting them be informed and prepared, letting them know their names, letting them know what they're, what they're going to be doing. And if they have any allergies, if there's any problems with pets, maybe there's a food allergy or something like that that we disconnect yeah. from sometime. And maybe this little girl here can't stay over here because she has a cat allergy. And so we have to switch the yeah. names around. And so the connection of knowing the names, we try to find out your names, make a connection. I just think it'd be really good. Not that people haven't done that. And some people know each other anyway, but that connection of just being aware like they're coming is not, oh, I forgot today was the day that you're going to be showing up. Right. Yeah. And just seeing what you can do to try to be an encouragement to them, make them aware. Yes. Because we do have situations where there might be an allergy of a food or something of that sort. And we're not going we're not gonna shut everything down. We're just gonna take that person to eat later. <laughs> right. You know? Sure. Yeah. Well, that brings up a good point too, is asking ahead of time, hey, are there any allergies? Are there any food allergies? Are there any there any sort of pet allergies or anything that we need to be uh, aware of uh, that we can, you know, take care of ahead of time that that's helpful as well. Being proactive. Yeah. You can, you can never over communicate. I sure appreciate that. It sounds like what we can do is doing things ahead of time and as much as we can do to get people ready. That's a, that's a blessing. I love just the idea too, that if we're, if we're invested in prayer, like you've mentioned several times, if you, if we're invested in prayer, praying for those people that are coming in, then probably most of those other little things are going to take care of themselves because we are our hearts are already going to be wanting to care for them because we've we've invested time ahead of time in, in doing the the work of prayer. It's going to maybe take care of a lot of the little issues that we might find. Yes. So, sometimes the pastor would like some of the young people to give a testimony, hmm. or maybe even one of the young men to preach at an activity, whether it be yeah. in youth activity or in the church service itself, or whether on a Sunday night. Right. And so, in doing that, the preparation of knowing in advance yeah. sure does sure. help yeah. these young men. The, the young men usually have one sermon they're bringing with them, you know. Yeah. Of course, the yeah. ladies aren't. The ladies won't be preaching. Amen. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> but it, 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 I hope that's. I hope that's a good call. Uh, there. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. a different podcast episode. Okay. But the uh, but the reality is, you know, in advance when you communicate, let that be known. Those yes. young people yeah. are ready and they're thinking, oh, I didn't know I was going to have to do this. You know, if you yes. need a song leader, anything yeah. we can do, anything we can do to be a blessing. We're not trying to take people out of responsibility. We're right. going to try to do what we can to minister and to help people yes. all yeah. along the way. Yes, yeah. sir. That's a blessing. Brother Pearson, as we are wrapping this, this conversation up, I, I have probably what I think is the most important question that we wanted to ask you when it comes to traveling. In, in your 13 years of traveling, with traveling singing groups from Heartland, how many times do you think you ate pizza on the road? Well, probably not as, <laughs> probably not as much as you think. Okay, okay. 
You know, it, sometimes it would be the easiest thing to do. And yes. most of the time, if it was a youth activity, there'd probably yes. be pizza. <laughs> exactly. But, but if go. it was a regular church thing, there would be a situation. But honestly, the last couple of years, five or six times out of 40, 50 meetings. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, about ah, five or six times. I'm surprised. All right. Well, pizza's back on the menu then. Just that pizza, yeah. <laughs> we'd have a lot of cooking out on the grill, a lot of, sure. barbe- a lot of barbecuing hamburgers and hot dogs and cooking okay. out on the grill or pork chops or whatever, you know. And it was yeah. exciting, but, and then we, you know, they, they, they love sandwiches. They love Subway. You know, we go to eat a Subway yeah. from time to time on the road yeah. and they right. just, they just love refreshment. We, we even are so strange that I'll stop on a, we have a cooler with drinks and things in it for the kids on the way. Mm-hmm. Yes. We try to stop at rest stops. So we're in and out quicker. Yeah. <laughs> and we take right. 12 people in and out. You never know what the restroom is going to be like. We stop at a rest stop. We'll eat a lunch. Sit on the side of the road, take a you know, take a take a little hike or something like that. You're yep. talking about Nathan when you take them to take a hike at the beach there. Yeah, and we yeah. do a lot of those things, but and we try to try to encourage them. And, and the people are such a blessing because whenever we get there, they give us snacks, they give us all kinds of food, they have homemade goods. I mean, folks are prepared and beyond yeah. they spoil us rotten. So then yeah. we have trouble trying to stay healthy and trying to exercise <laughs> and not eat too much. Yes. And we're not gonna we're not gonna say no. Right. You know, right. we're not gonna say no because we two hours right. from now we're gonna eat again, you know. But, but it's, exci- right. it's exciting to be on the road among the people of God who love the people of the Lord. They're so excited right. that we're there, and we want them to know that we're not comparing any church to any other church. We're not saying, hey, yeah. here's what happened last week. No, we come yes. to your church. We're motivated. We want to do our best to serve the Lord, to glorify him and preach. And then I'll tell you this. I, I got to preach probably 50% of the time on our journeys, but I did not preach the same sermon twice because I wanted to, I wanted to model and mentor the group. Yeah. I wanted God to speak to them. They sing okay. the same songs over and over, different group of songs, maybe every church you go to, different amount of songs. But I wanted to preach different sermons. I wanted to minister to them as well. And so I let God speak to me. And whatever our theme was at our school for the college year, I'd write sermons based upon that. Or whatever mm-hmm. songs were being sung on the CD, I'd preach right. sermons based upon the songs that were sung because I knew the titles before I left. Yes. And I believe God used that to keep me fresh yeah. and to help mentor them and model them and God speak to them as well as being encouragement. So they didn't have to say, you know, I've heard this sermon before, yes. you know, or the same illustration or whatever, you know? And so now I'm not throwing off on that. I'm just saying, I knew that after 13 years of traveling and all those years, I wanted to continue. So every year was a different set of sermons. Every year was God speaking to me. Every year was God dealing with me and it was Praise a blessing Lord. to them. And, and, and then again, there's other times, listen, I don't have to preach every time. I'm just a servant. I used to tell them I was, the, I'm the bus driver. I noticed, right. I noticed myself, I'm the bus driver. <laughs> And right. then they'd say, you're more than a bus driver. You know, they get yeah. done. you actually preached yeah. or whatever, you know, yeah. and that's good. But we love to hear preachers preach too. Mm, and we love sure. to hear the young people preach. And we want yeah. the young people to preach if they want to preach or want some too, so they can see what it's like. And we meet the young people, spend time with them. Yeah. And so whatever you can do is to help other people with this podcast, to help other people in these areas. Don't take for granted that we know everything about situations. We live yeah. in a society that needs to be encouraged. You have a direction that you're going. We have a destination to get to. It's your church. We want to be an encouragement and a blessing. We want God to work in a wonderful way and souls to be saved and lives to be changed and God's calling laborers. And some might wind up in Heartland. And we're yes. grateful to God for that. Or other places as well. You know that. And even Absolutely. missionaries, when they travel, they're traveling through. They may have had a hard time. It may be they travel with a family of little children. It could be older. We really mm. don't know. But, you know, being loving and considerate. Yeah. And being flexible yourselves and understanding yeah. is a great key to all that ministry. And so I thank you for just allowing me to say a few words. I hope it's been encouragement. Yes, sir. To help somebody been. along thank the way. And, uh, and maybe, I'll, maybe I'll come and visit sometime and have some pizza. You know when we like the pizza a lot? When What's it's that? a home mom and pop place in town. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Um, and you have pizza that they never had before. Yes. Go to Chicago or go to the, Oregon or whatever, you know, where you're at and get something in town that you can't get anywhere else. You're yep, making yes, memories. Sir. What a blessing. What encouragement. Yeah. Well, That's and good. one other follow-up question to that, Brother Pearson, this is, this is actually a, a pretty hot topic of discussion on our podcast is when it comes to pizza, do you prefer pineapple on your pizza, Brother Pearson? I personally do not prefer pineapple on mine. Oh, that's because unless, you're saved. Because you're saved. Unless, <laughs> unless there's Canadian bacon or ham. Okay, Aww. there we go. Yeah. Never, Canadian, mind. Never mind. I think you lost your salvation. Yep. <laughs> Canadian bacon or ham with the pineapple. It's good. A little sweet right. savor there. Pizza, it doesn't matter what kind it is for most of us. We love it, whatever it is. Keep the anchovies to yourself. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I think we're all in agreement. We're all in unity on that one. I trust this was not a waste of your time, gentlemen. No, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Very helpful. Thank you for your time. appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thanks so much for joining us today on Not the Pastor. Sure hope that you enjoyed this conversation. And if you did, we hope that you will take the time to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you found this podcast. Your five-star rating and heartfelt review help get this podcast in front of more listeners. And then we'd invite you to our Facebook page. We have conversations there often about these kind of topics and want your help and your ideas as well. So you join us facebook.com backslash not the pastor. And until next week, we are not the pastor. <laughs>